How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hello, hello, it's me, Dr. Love. So I know, um, most of you know that I've spent some time as an expat overseas and I thought, you know, what was hard about that? And the hardest thing about being overseas was creating relationships, you know, relationships, friendships as an expat. So I thought right now might be a really good time to have a chat about this because there's going to be a lot of Aussies out there in the world that really not being visited by, you know, families and friends from Australia because obviously there's no travel, there's a ban in place. And I thought, what's going to go on for those people over there? Are they going to be able to find connections or are they going to be in a place of feeling lonely and isolated? So let's have a quick chat about it. So obviously I lived, you know, for a little bit in Dubai and the one thing that got me through were my connections with people over there, the connections that I made. And it's a bit easier when you've got kids because you are forced to be part of some type of community. So you meet other parents, you go to school functions, you bump into people on the street that are probably from your school or the gym. So there's a lot of interaction. But then you've also got those people that don't have children that really they probably get to work and then that then becomes their uh, new community. But really moving abroad is pretty nerve-wracking and for many different reasons. When you're moving to a foreign country, you're experiencing new places, you sometimes even need to, you not only need to work your way around, but sometimes you've also got to learn a new language or try and get by with a translator or, or something. But one of the hardest things about being an expat really is the whole making new friends, but, you know, lasting friends and friends with meaning, okay? So leaving loved ones behind is really difficult. And you really cherish those relationships and you don't realize until you move away. And when you do move away, you might only know one or two people in that new chapter of life. So you sort of cling on to them for a little while until you find your feet. So sometimes when you're moving abroad, when it comes to finding friends, you really don't even know where to begin or where to go. So creating friendships and relationships are hard in adulthood. It's a lot easier for kids. You know, I see them and they're outside and automatically they have something in common. They're outside to play and they just have that similarity and they just start playing together. But for us, we really need to search for people we have things in common with. You know, we're not just lumped into a classroom or a sports team like the kids. We really, it is harder for us to find genuine friendship outside of our work life or our existing circle. So making friends and entering, you know, even the dating world can be quite similar when you're an expat, especially when you consider yourself to be, you know, an introvert in social situations, like it would be a nightmare. And I think that's probably one of the little gifts that I had that although I love being on my own, I can still be quite extroverted and get some energy from meeting people and being outside and and being social. But so it's a bit easier to meet people for me and have genuine conversations. But, you know, not everyone is in a position like that. 
But when there is something to do and when there's, you know, you meet people, sometimes you're looking to feel this awkward silence that you've got. And that could be awful, especially when you're on your own, you're really craving a connection with someone. So I've come up with a few things, a few ways for you to be able to make friends or maybe find a date if you are living abroad. So the Aussies that are listening that are not home at the moment and are living in another country, this is for you. Or it could be for some of the people that are living here in Australia that can't venture back home at the moment and you know, our expats in our country. So this extends to you, but this also does extend to other people that may be a little bit introverted or don't get out much, don't have an opportunity to meet people. I know we're not going to get out of the house much at the moment, but this is just an FYI for future occurrences of, you know, social outings. So let's have a look. The first thing I thought would be probably the most, I guess this was the way that I sort of generated sort of a friendship circle was to find other expats, other people in the same position. So one of the easiest ways to make a new home really feel like home is to search for others from like your neck of the woods. Yeah. So you've already, you've established that you've got something in common and you can share your love of the motherland, you know, over, you know, a beer or a wine or a a coffee or whatever it is. But Try searching for your country expat group on Facebook or social media. There are thousands of groups on uh, for expats, and I know that I used one quite a lot in my early early months of travel, and found one that really suited me. And it was about you know mothers and working and coming from Australia, and there was heaps of handy hints, but also the most important, there was some social events. So. You can really be specific or as broad as you like when you get into these groups. But for you, you know, you can post things on there as a new member as well, asking for information. But it's a really good icebreaker to introduce yourself to the group when you're asking a question. So, and the other thing is, is you can also ask, does anyone want to meet up to show you around the area? And there's more than enough you know, women, men on those forums that will put their hand up and say, hey, I'm heading down to the mall. Do you want to come? Or I'll meet you down at the park and I'll take you around the local area or whatever it is. So, you know, use those uh, forums and find other expats, other people that are just like you. The second one is really using those online tools like Facebook groups. Social media really is your friend when it comes to being abroad. And we often do go to social platforms to find out, you know, the the best places to eat, you know, adventurous getaways, where we want to go shopping. So probably use those tools or those those platforms to your advantage when trying to find friends. So find locations and hashtags that are probably related to the area you are in or interests that you have in your country that you're living in now and scroll through people's profiles and, you know, see what they're doing, where they're going. Eventually you'll find someone who might be similar to you or have the same hobbies you enjoy too. And you could even network with the people you are who are ambassadors in the region around a particular product or service. This is a really a great way to connect with locals and expats just the same, okay? So just start by following and commenting on their photos and their posts. I mean, obviously don't go overboard like, you know, hashtag stalker material, but, you know, don't send send them a long detailed DM and, you you know, you've never really 
you know, interacted or had any engagement online or you've never had an encounter before because they'll probably end up deleting you rather than replying. So put in the groundwork and really be patient around this, but you'll really reap rewards here. You'll start to develop and connect a little bit of a tribe and that's probably what you need. The third thing that was really helpful for me was sign up for a sport or, you know, get to a gym. Sports are always a really great way for adults all over the world to make new friends. And you already have an activity you enjoy with others. And it's something to talk about when there's not much else to say. It's a, you know, a commonality between you. It's a really good opportunity to get to know the area where the locals keep fit and, you know, where they um, have someone or something to look forward to. So even if you count knitting as a sport or putting your name down for that ice hockey game or, you know, in Dubai, I had heaps of things, ice skating, snowboarding, whatever it is, but whatever you put your name down to attend, it gets you out of the house and it's going to be worthwhile. So go for something that's, you know, your speed. So if you've never played competitive contact sports at home, it's probably not best to dive into a new one right now in a new country. Okay. You're there to make new connections and learn a maybe a new sport on top of what might be what you've already learnt as a base. You know, you want to just continue. Check out sports clubs maybe that would suit your your skill level or your area of interest. And then as you get confident and build a really good social circle, maybe then you can stretch yourself a little bit. But look for clubs online, look for sports online in the area, contact their Facebook pages, you know, contact the clubs and then go from there. So really important, not only for mental health to stay active, but good for mental health and physical health as well as, um, you know, being connected with other people. The other thing you could do is get into a hobby, okay, whether it's, it could just be meeting up you know, with a dog walking group or getting back into, you know, cooking classes, your hobby is going to help you meet probably like-minded people. So having an activity is a really great buffer when you want to make new friends or meet new people. But don't just, you don't want to ask a stranger on the street out for a beer, right? You want to be able to go, hey, let's go out for a drink after you've made those connections. So creating real connections with people starts sometimes non-verbally. And we've talked about non-verbal communication before. You don't always have to say it. You need to, you know, sometimes it's in your action. So by doing an activity you enjoy, you'll find it easier to spark up a conversation with someone that's sitting next to you that probably has very similar likes and hobbies that you do. So if you can think of a hobby, if you don't have a hobby, maybe even volunteering for an organization that's close to your heart or You could um, take a class around languages. Learning a new language is also really, really cool. And if you're in a new country trying to learn the, you know, the mother tongue, you'll be around other people also that are, are learning that and they might be new to the country. So then you're not only getting into a hobby, but you're also meeting new people from that are also expats. So both these activities really have you working alongside others who are working for the same common cause or the same common goal. So you can easily suggest grabbing a meal or a coffee after class or after the shift is over and really makes a cool new connection. So whatever really you decide to try that might help you find friends or even a new partner abroad, don't let your, your introversion hold you back. 
okay, from making relationships for life. You can be introverted and also get out there and and do a small art class and that's okay. I mean, you're not standing up giving the art class and you could be quite private around that and you can develop relationships as quick or as slow as you like. But life can be challenging and scary and especially while you're traveling in the beginning. But you'll thank yourself in the long run for putting yourself out there. You know, nine times out of ten, most people are more than willing to help a newcomer find their way. So get out there, connect with people alike and give it a shot. You've already taken the biggest risk and the biggest challenge of moving. So meeting someone in comparison to that, you got nothing on it. So this is Dr. Love. Enjoy meeting some new people and I'll catch you on the next episode. See you later. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.